fam. I had my shit with me in my car, bro. Any knowing good and well, I ain't wasting no time, fam. Hell, <laughs> bro. Look, I just took my shower, fam. Got dressed in the locker room, and I'm back, fam. <laughs> got this hundred mile drive. Yeah, bro. hell yeah. You was there right on time, bro. Bottles <laughs> was ready, bro. I went to UFL, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga didn't miss a party <laughs> at all, bro. Stella's always was there, bro. Damn, nigga. Can I, can I do the introduction? Yeah, go ahead. Right, go ahead, man. Niggas having a grand old conversation about the good old days. Uh, welcome to another episode of Same Shit, Different Toilet. I'm your host, Drizzle. <clears throat> Today we got uh, two guests in the house. We got my man, Marcellus Barksdale, the mayor. <laughs> the mayor of Lexington, Kentucky. And we got my guy, Dominique Dishman. The doctor. <laughs> What's good, bros? You over here introduce like we guess or something, man. I mean, y'all, y'all the homies. We've been rocking for a handful of bags, bro. Like, we, we practically blood, but, man. <laughs> happy Juneteenth, my uh, my brothers, man. Happy Juneteenth, Juneteenth man. Edition, same shit, different toilet. <coughs> free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Oh, are we? Nah, we getting there, though, man. <laughs> So what's so what's what's been so, going on, man? So when the show started, y'all was talking about our college days, man. What was what was what was the best moment of college, man? And by best moment, I mean like you, like bro, like if I could go back and relive that moment ten times, I'd ten. do it. Oh ten. my god, dog, ten! I don't know if ten you times. make it, bro. Ten times, bro. The parties. I don't know if I live would make it ten times. <laughs> <laughs> It was just a lot of things going on, man. It was just the beauty of the the vibes mixing together. Like, everybody felt comfortable at our home. You know what I'm saying? And I think the vibe of us, you know, being in that house, bro, was really bringing people. And people was gravita- gravitate towards that. Yeah. And that's why the vibes were so tight. That's why there wasn't that many fights and stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, I mean, we had a few yeah. fights. Definitely had the block blocked off a couple times. But, 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 we, but to our... Credit, we never got shut down. Yeah, never yeah, got never, shut down. Never, never got got the house party never get to have the party. I mean, I shut it down once or twice. Those niggas was just <laughs> out of line. What, 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 what a what a but, uh, saying, bro. He kicked everybody out. Something he got he got aggressive, bro. What he say? He kicked everybody. And then we used to fake kick people out though. Yeah, that was always a good after, move. After fake kick, man. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, but sometimes you got to kick people out, bro. People, they be getting, yeah. they be violating the crib, But all bro. I'm saying like, is, what we talking about violating the crib. Niggas be stealing shit. Yeah. Niggas, oh. niggas hey, will violate hey, your hand hey, towels. Speaking like, of this, this is real count right here. And I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at Dre in his face. He was my roommate for about two, three years. At one of our parties, somebody stole our damn toilet seat. That's <laughs> a fact. It came up missing. Like dead ass serious, and it was it was a trash. It was plastic. Seat. It was like it was it was it was one of those soft toilet seats. It wasn't even like a good hard toilet seat. It was one of them old. It was like somebody took the herpes seats. home or something. The herpes to go. <laughs> God, I don't know why they said the toilet seat had herpes. <laughs> yeah, y'all were <laughs> <was> dirty. <laughs> it was just filthy, man. People just disrespected the house, but man, down in Houston now, I have parties, and uh, my roommate, he's a. Uh, he, he used to do the same thing we did in his undergrad, and he was very popular, too. And it'd just be the same way, man. I just love seeing young black professionals be able to still turn up on a level like you've seen in undergrad. But I will say, just just going back to that house, how, how many people would what, what, what was the capacity of the house, Phil? Bro, I think if you, with most of the people being in the basement, bro, oh my God. I'm going to say at least, I'm going to say 120. 
I say more. But I will say this, though. And when I say capacity, fam, I'm talking about the capacity just for the house alone, not party. Oh, like, not how, outside. How many, how many people should be in that house, fam? Oh, so should? Oh, right. look, 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 I'm going to tell y'all, look, look, the house had one bathroom. The house had one bathroom and, and, and one real bedroom yeah. and two makeshift bedrooms. So... That should let you know that a hundred motherfuckers shouldn't have been in that house. But but that's just in the house, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to paint the picture though. Just imagine you got a hundred people in a one bathroom house, probably about really about 120, 120 people in the actual crib, and then you step outside. It's probably and it's 50. probably another 50, 60 people just chilling. And, and, and mind you, there's really no right. street space. There's really no parking. But but somehow we made a way, and somehow no neighbors complained. Never. Police police rolled up, made sure everybody was straight. Yeah. Kept the moving, <laughs> kept on about the business. Bro, we had every sports team out there. Like it was L one C four. Like if you was a fan that night, you probably would have passed out. We had the softball team, the cheerleaders, <laughs> the ladybirds, the basketball team was always there. My oh, teammates, football players. Tennis players, the the swimmers, like it was a match, man. Black, white, Hispanic, uh, you know, what I'm saying shit. Speed school engineers was there, man. <laughs> like it was a good vibe, and like I said, it was good to really breathe that. So I really appreciated my undergrad experience, man. Yeah, them parties were definitely um, lit, bro. I'm gonna tell you, probably. I, I I I think my favorite part about the parties, bro, was was it was the music. You know what I'm saying? It was the music. I can't even lie. I used to look for him. Oh, we throw the party this week? You get the playlist. He played DJ on his own birthday. Hey, somebody go check on Dre, grab a drink, man. Get your Dre idea. With a big booty next to him at all times. Chill, bro. Big booty just sitting next to the speakers. I'm almost married. We talk about that. We talk about that. We talk about that. We it's not like you like in control, but it's almost like a good thing. Like like you playing the music, bro, and you watching the expressions on the on the crowd. And you listen, like you watching their reaction. So sometimes I might play a dud, but I catch on quick. Oh, these niggas ain't feeling. Ah, let me hit that real quick. I know that's a hitter. You know, so you throwing one of your money makers. It buys you time to at least find the next three or four songs. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I used to have fun with it, bro. It was just, that, that was probably my favorite thing was playing the music at the parties. Bro. Yeah. And I see, I got to give you your props, man, because you <laughs> were so natural with it. And like I was joking with Sellers the other day. Uh, not too long ago about this, like how you have like a little uh, pregame before you get ready. Like you get the speaker set up, you nod your head, you in your zone, oh, yeah, I'm, you I'm, got your your fitted on. Once once we you cut off you cut off hoodie, bro. Yeah, sleeveless hoodie, sleeveless hoodie. Go ahead, throw a flat bill on real quick, man. <laughs> I really we like it. Playing some new bass, you ain't never heard. He's really feeling frisky, fam. He's really playing two K, getting the playlist together. Oh yeah, you know he pregaming when that Ty Dolla come. 
come on, bro. Like, at least one time dollar come on, bro. Anytime dollar come on, bro, he gonna have it popping, man. He had girls uh, on our support beams like strip poles, bro. Oh, definitely. He got yeah. seven foot niggas, bro. Shout yeah. out to Mango. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, doing the cat daddy and shit in the basement. Head hitting the wall, man. An AC unit. Uh, man, this shout out to everybody. Man, Jalen Johnson as well. I'll say my favorite thing about him. So, mind you, I did not go to U of L. No. I did not go to U of L. <laughs> but, but I will say those house parties. If there was a house party, I, w- I was there. Took priority over a lot of stuff. Shouldn't have, but uh, <laughs> I-, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm talking, you know, I played college basketball up in Indianapolis, and we'd have a game. And our Saturday games, usually if you had a home game, would be afternoon time. So it was really perfect for me to go ahead, finish the game, and then you know, I'm heading to Louisville, get a chance to chill, kick it with them, yeah. get everything ready, get the get the libations going for the night. And we was in it. We was in it, but... One of those things where everybody would come out, and a lot of people, it was really the only time that they would come out. So, for a lot of people, they just assumed that I went to U of L because they saw me at every function. You know what I mean? So, so I, I guess I was honorary for a little bit, mm-hmm. for about two years. You know, I was I was definitely uh, a staple, staple at the at the spot. Yeah, what was it? Fifty. Uh, 30, 3447 yep. Pal Avenue. 3447 Pal Avenue. Man, remember that, boy. 3447. Well, I know we gave a lot of y'all memories and some of y'all probably some babies. <laughs> um, just playing bees, too. Uh, yeah. So, look, man. I know y'all both y'all do a lot. Sellers, I know you got your uh, your speaking events. You do that. and um, I mean, what's next? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, what's you, next, man? Like, what do you have next? Like, What's your oh, next man. speaking event? Next speaking engagement. Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I just finished. I just spoke over at a graduation season just passed. Spoke over at Martin Luther King um, Success Academy's graduation. Um, kind of the alternative high school here in Lexington. Yeah. Alternative middle high school. It was smooth, man. But honestly, speaking, I speak to my kids, man. I coach eighth grade AAU basketball. I speak to them all day, every day. Run my mouth. Uh, tough love, but. I love being able to kind of mold, shape, mentor them, um, and use basketball as a tool to teach them um, a lot of life lessons, a lot of gems that were given to me. So our time doing that, um, you know, that's, that's probably one of the coolest things I've had the opportunity to do. And then for, you know, parents and players to trust me in that key role of development, um, you know, as a basketball coach, more so as, as, a, as a big brother, father figure sometimes, whatever it is, man, that's, that's it. That's it. So being able to touch those ten kids, um, you know, in, in such a way to really, really shape and mold them um, into into young men, I'm all for it. So that's a bet, Don. What you got, bro? Man, you know, I'm just uh, all about humanitarianism, man. Um, I'm really about giving back. I believe that each and every one of us have unique gifts, right? That's embedded in us. Said. We are to give to somebody else. So my thing is for me, it's like, how can I grow and develop and get better so I can give better? Um, that's one of the things that I've instilled in, you know, from my grandmother. And so do, um, you know, the medical field and why I chose, to, you know, medicine and pursued to be a doctor is so I can have a huge impact. My bad. I forget. was still on the Bluetooth. 
keep going, bro. Uh, yeah, it's just to have a bigger impact, you know, what it symbolizes. And, you know, uh, being at the elite level of helping someone and, and trying to get more young uh, black males and brown boys uh, and brown girls and black girls to pursue medicine, right? Because there's health disparities going on. So I'm just trying my best ability to do that, man, and also just to stay focused spiritually. Just trying to, you know, keep my solid foundation on Christ, man, to be level-headed, stay focused, and try to encourage and speak life into other people, man. So that's what I'm all about and been focusing on, especially mainly this year. But I will say, as all of us being former athletes and everything, um, you know, being, being an athlete is cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's real smooth, man. Yeah. Um, almost, and you know, me especially, having been a professional athlete and been able to experience that, one of the coolest things that I've been able to do in my life, um, as far as going to Europe and everything, playing basketball professionally was cool. But even in that entire experience, I kind of realized that it kind of puts you in a bubble sometimes. Um, that your 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 world is a lot different than others because you put so much time, so much focus into your sport. Yeah. And when you're in it, it seems like everything. You know, you you spend in countless hours you know with practice watching film getting your body right whatever it is and then you know even when you're away from it it's always in your head you're always thinking about it always watching it you can't get enough of it but you know when you really think about the grand scheme of things what really matters um sports especially really kind of loses um it's, it's it's not that important yeah the actual sport the actual game itself um however the beauty of it is in using that experience, that time, to touch on the important stuff, the real things, um, as far as helping youths, whatever it is, be better people in society, using your experience to um, give back, kind of shape and mold them and lead them in the right direction. And then, two, being young and doing it with youth, your word, your experience, um, you know, your time with them has a lot more reverence because, again, you know, they, they still kind of look up to you. They see themselves within you. So the most gratifying thing, honestly, in my entire experience, a lot of times with professional basketball, I was cool, played well, probably still be playing I wanted to. But to be able to say that, you know, I stepped away from it specifically for y'all, specifically to help kids just like you back home in my own community because I've realized that this game is so much more than this. This basketball stuff don't don't even matter. This football stuff don't even matter. Nobody's on this earth to come in here and dribble the basketball, shoot a three. If, if, if that's the best thing you can do, um, you know, you, you've probably failed in society standards. So being able to use that platform to touch on whatever it is, um, that's the beauty of it. So. Hold on. So what do you so you mean like if a basketball player? Yeah. you aren't talking about like professional basketball players. You talking about like we talking about basketball players who played basketball and then once basketball was done for them, like that's all that they still had was just basketball. No. Well, well I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is if all if your biggest accomplishments in your life are on the court, right? If 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 you can jump out the gym, whatever it is, but that's it. There's there's nothing more to you than that specific thing, um, you, you really kind of failed from 
an importance perspective. And that's just like if LeBron, if LeBron didn't do anything off the court, amazing basketball player, whatever it is, but that stuff is cool, man, but it, it really doesn't, it doesn't do nothing for nobody, being only honest, but it does provide that platform. So using that platform that you've been given a lot of times because you can shoot, because you can come out here and do these amazing athletic play, things. Play with a broken hand. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, oh man, we got to touch on that. We gonna touch on that. He's a man of steel, bro. I, I feel you. I feel you. So, I mean, somebody said it was a knuckle. It wasn't really like the whole hand. It was a knuckle, and they they were saying that when you do your push ups, that you don't put no pressure on your knuckles. It's all on your toes or some shit. And your wrist, so they're saying saying that he can do push ups with a broken hand isn't all isn't completely a lie. There's just a whole bunch of man. I just I just even if his hand was broke, I just feel like he was copping that. That was my whole thing. I felt like you didn't show up to any other press conference with the brace. You said you didn't want to give him a competitive edge or whatever. Okay, so why show up right after game four with the brace? Just 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 go ahead and just just. But but, but I will I will say this though I will say this though, and keeping all the way up. His hand, his hand, his hand was broken. It, it, it might have been, but you can play with a broken hand. It's, it's not, it's nothing. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. ideal, but yeah. you can play through it clearly. Yeah. But I will say though, you know, we don't know what he was doing around the clock. You know, he, he's definitely taking care of it for sure. He take care True. of everybody probably better than anybody, um, arguably ever. But but but, 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 but but I will say, but after that, after that series is over though, you you have no reason to try to hide it. No, I, I, no and, I, and I'm not saying hide it, but I'm saying he didn't have to show up to right after the game with the press conference on with the little soft cast. Like, bro, you could have announced it, like, after the game, like, like after you went home, like, the next morning LeBron played. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You didn't have to, oh, well, as soon as the third quarter, they down 15-20. Well, LeBron, he's, we've just got news. He's playing with a broken hand and this, this, and that. And then he showed up to the press conference with the cast, and it's just like, bro, it feels like you're trying to control the narrative. Like, like it feels like you're trying to take the fact away from y'all got swept to – LeBron played with a broken hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I feel like that's how I feel like he's trying to make the media look at it. And I'm like, bro, like you ain't got to do it all See, the time. See, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily on him. I think, I think that really is on us. Because truth, truth of the matter, series over, like probably if it was regular season, wouldn't be playing. So again, as far as taking care of your body, like you know what I mean. If if you're not on it or whatever, you're not doing it. I, I need your hand wrapped so you can heal. Yeah. As fast as possible. Yeah. So you know. I bet after all these press conferences, whatever it is, as the series was going on, you know, it's wrapped. Or, you know, he's probably not really practicing too much other than to, to shoot whatever it is. It's finals anyway. But I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't reach as far as saying that he's the one looking for that excuse. Because um, in the, the day, like, yeah, y'all got sweat, bro. So it's not going to help. But but that's not what the media was talking about, though. Right after the game, they was talking about the hand. But that's us, though. But that's us, though. And if if, if you're LeBron, if, if I'm LeBron, I, I don't I don't care what we're going to say about the I, I just lost, fam. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. So regardless, even if I come out two days later, which, you know, y'all say is would have been, like, it probably should have been done that way. Well, well, I'm not saying two days later, but I'm saying he didn't have to show up to the press conference with the Cavs. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they could have said he played with a broken hand or whatever, but he just he didn't. Like it was just it was just funny to see that. But to, to me, it was, to me it was funny to see that. 
Because you, you didn't need it for the other press conferences, bro. Why you got to bring this person? But the series is going on, though, so you don't I, want people I, to know you have a broken hand. Come on, he man. He said he's running his own narrative. That's what he said. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. The media, like, he knows what the media is going to do, bro. Like, he's smart, bro. Like, that's one thing I give him credit for, bro. He's media savvy, bro. He knows that if he does and if he says certain things, the media's going to eat that shit up. Just like, bro, when he was tired. The game he was tired, they were talking about LeBron James. LeBron James is dehydrated. Bro, wasn't even about to check into the game. He purposely <clears throat> sits himself on the scores table. He's not even about to check in. Sits on the scores table, grabs a bottle of water, and just guzzles it in front of the camera, bro, knowing that they're about to look at this nigga, bro. Like, bro, they know that the camera's going to look at him, bro. Granted, the camera's always on him. Yeah, he exact. He knows that, bro. Like he knows the camera's always on him, bro. They gonna see this this big. But what I'm saying is, if the, the camera's always table. on you, it doesn't matter what you do, because whatever you do, it's gonna be a story. Bro, so he whether he comes at the press, and again, again, I'm saying though, bro, he, you know that the camera is always gonna be on the center, bro. So you always gonna see niggas at the scoring table, bro. If he's not at the scoring table, bro, they're not gonna zoom in on him, bro. He purposely propped himself on the scorer's table and guzzled the water, bro, like he was dying of thirst. I'm not questioning that man's thirst, but I'm questioning his intentions. You see what I'm saying? No, I'm not, questioning, only, I'm questioning because, the intentions. only because, only because, only because, if he's on the end of the bench and he does that, the cam, we're still gonna see that. That's normal. What I'm saying is he wasn't checking in. He purposely sat on the scores table to drink the water in front of the cameras, bro. He was not checking in. Why are you at the scores table? You see what I'm saying? Like that's, it's, it's things like that, bro. Like he's great, but I don't like that part, bro. Like, don't try to control that y'all just get clapped by thirty this game. So you gonna just oh LeBron James was dying of thirst? They, they didn't talk about them niggas losing by twenty. They talked about him being dying of thirst. He loses in the finals, bro. They don't talk about the sweep. They talk about the hand. So last year, and again, utmost respect for LeBron. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of basketball, right? Yeah. He's a hell of a basketball player. When when the Warriors lost. The, you talking the year before? In 2016? Steph's ankle. Steph, Steph wasn't healthy. Yeah, but that but that wasn't a narrative. The narrative that was, was a narrative though. No, that was Le, the narrative was LeBron James just got broke Cleveland their only championship that niggas is ever going to win. That was the narrative. The block, the block, LeBron James, LeBron James. But Going granted, crazy. but granted, that speaks to LeBron's magnitude. So it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter what he does. Regardless, if he had the cast on his hand, regardless if he didn't drink the last, water, we'd be talking true. about him about something else. Because last, the camera's always on him right now. Last year was Durant. Last year, last year there was no narrative. Last year, except for when the trade stuff happened. But before that, there was no narrative. It was Durant with the shot. What was that game? Game three. He pulled up. Durant with the shot. Durant has Durant's proven he's here. That was that was the narrative, and that's exactly what it should have been. See, the narrative. Durant made the shot. However, everybody knew Durant was pulling that shot. Yeah. So, on Brown. LeBron's not playing no defense. Like, what? What is LeBron like? LeBron. LeBron soft. Like that's whack. Like he was on him when he shot the shot. He didn't play no defense. That was horrible defense. You know that. It was, but I don't think he thought he was about to pull from that deep. He definitely did. Kind of, did. Definitely he, did. He, he did kind of pull kind of deep. I don't. I, I wouldn't. No, have I'm saying you definitely know he's shooting that. Shot. Oh, I know he's shooting, but I don't think he's shooting from there. You know, I think he's about <laughs> five more feet, and I think he's gonna pull. I, I just think he caught him off guard. I mean, look, I don't, I don't dislike Brian. It's mainly his fans, bro. But, but, I do feel like he does do some things that, that where he acts. He, he's he's kind of funny acting. I think other other basketball players look at it. 
um, Kenyon Martin talked about it, where he was like, you know, uh, uh, you know, the difference between some basketball players. He was like, you know, when I played against AI, I hit him with a screen. He got up, smacked me on my ass. Good screen. You know, I knocked him. I, I you know, smacked him. It was like a brick wall. AI got up. Good screen. He was like, I hit LeBron. He's 6'9", 260. He go flying across the, on, on the court, yeah. crying, holding his face and stuff. Yeah. He was like, you know, it's just certain players are just, like, it's, it's like you know how they're going to act. You know, and some players, they just do certain things. And he was like, you know, I, I think he said, he was saying, like, that's what kind of separates when you're talking about who's best and who's great. That's a that's a tool to separate because you can tell who's who's soft and who, you know what I'm saying, who not. You know what I'm saying? I know he ain't calling Brian like, Weak or he saw, but he was just saying, you know, doing certain stuff like that. Jordan wouldn't do that, man. Kobe wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Just certain players ain't going to flop. It is not. You know what I'm saying? Harden does all that at tricks, you know. Other guys don't. You know, so I just think, I just think, I think that's the biggest thing with Brian and the fact that people, the fact that people can question his heart and the fact that people can question his mentality, well, at least could before he won, I think that. And that goes along with people not saying he is the greatest because we see flaws. I mean, when I look at Jordan, he didn't lose. Never saw game seven. I think that matters. You know what I'm saying? Like I think the fact I went to the final six times and I won, I won all six times, and I I don't know what a game seven is, bro. That that means he was getting people up out of there quick. Yeah. Like it's this this right. over in six at best. You're lucky if y'all if y'all win a game. You know, <laughs> yeah. so I'm getting you out of here, and it was just like that's. That's that's kind of like that's like an epic way to do it, bro. That's like it's not undone. I mean, it's not undoable because we've seen guys that get eleven rings like Bill Russell and stuff. But I think it's just the fashion that Jordan did it, where it's like, bro, just, he really had people in all. Like if you watch Jordan's highlights now, you're you would still be like amazed at his highlights. Like, Definitely. like if you watch Elgin Baylor, you're not going to be amazed. At his I, got, I got a question. You know for you. <laughs> I, got, I got a question for you, real quick, real what? quick. And I was watching this day as I, as I was leaving work. So, the the 2008 USA basketball team in Beijing. The one that had... Chris that, Paul. Chris Paul, Melo, Kobe. Williams, Kobe. Yeah, that was a squad. LeBron, Chris that was a squad. Paul, Chris Paul, Howard. That was a squad. Tayshaun Prince, Michael Red. Yeah, they, they, they had a... They, they had a they, I think that's Shane uh, Battier, maybe? I think. So, so, I think so. So, check this out. Them versus the Dream Team. I got to go with the Dream Team. Bro. See, I can't. I can't. I, I I got to, bro, because the way I look, like, the 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 newer team is dope. Don't get me wrong, that's a dope team for at that time. But that '92 team got legends, like like legend legends, like bro, Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? But like, granted, this was this was after it, Magic was Magic. Bro, Magic Johnson, bro. But, Ma- but Ma- Magic could have still hooped. Magic wasn't Magic. Bird wasn't Bird. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. You got, but, but again, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley. But that's like that, that's like us saying Carl Malone in two thousand four. Pippen. That's like us saying Carl Malone in two thousand four. <laughs> no, it's not. And I'm a Laker fan. That's that's, that's not saying like Carl Malone in two thousand four. Why isn't it? Because it's not at all. It's not. It's not. That's like Carl Malone in 04 was. Magic had retired, bro. Because he was sick. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is sick. That, that dream team. We're not talking about career. We're talking about at that time. I understand. We're not talking about. I understand. So, so I understand. again, and Clyde Drexler, bro. I'm, 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 I'm going. With Clyde, Clyde was a hooper. Clyde, Clyde wasn't a hooper. What's Clyde Drexler gonna do <laughs> with who? D Wade. Man, look. Oh, eight. What D Wade gonna do with Clyde? 
Come on, fam. Bro, I'm not I'm, on, and, and, and I love D-Wade. Bro, D-Wade, one of check my favorite out. players, bro. I'm a, I'm, I'm a legend. I give props, bro. I, 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 I give a lot of props. And I love basketball. I love the game, fam. I, I love it. And I was watching these highlights. Bro, that right? USA team was dogging them niggas. The USA team was going crazy. Bro, team. Did you see the team in Beijing? Yeah, they was going crazy too, but they was going bananas. No way. Bro, they had, they had teams scared to come after But them. granted, but granted also, but granted this, but granted this, that's 1992 though. Basketball is really not popping how it is. Oh, wait, that's all I'm saying. Bro, they made Coop Coach look like a scrub. Scrub a dub. Man, Coop but, Coach but look, dribble. But look, you got, got every international player in the NBA at that time. Did not look like an NBA player. Granted, you know the teams are like, deep, but again, they're, they're bigger, stronger, faster, can shoot better at every position, and better defenders. Better defenders. Better defenders. <sighs> Maybe. And and we're talking. And we're talking Dwight. This, this I, is I, Dwight. I, look, who is Dwight, who, this is Dwight, Dwight who's. Didn't let his team to the finals. Dwight, Dwight's my prime, guy. prime Dwight, Dwight. I fuck with Dwight. Prime Bosh, but I feel prime like D Wade. What prime Kobe? Who, who was the prime big? Ron, who, who prime Melo. Who was the big? Prime CP three. Who was the big on the team? Uh, the dream team was it was Pat. I think it was Patrick Ewing, David Robinson. Pat Pat Ewing, David Rob. I feel like we missing somebody. But those are two legends right there. The Admiral. Doesn't matter. The Admiral might fuck Dwight up. Against this game, it does not matter. You're not going to win. You're not going to beat the Dream Team posting up. I mean, you're not going to beat the Beijing Team posting up. I'd have to see it, bro, because I, I played this on 2K numerous times, and the Dream Team just came out on top. <laughs> I, I, just, <laughs> Man, look, look, I was just watching it. And look, at the point guard position, USA's got him. Only person, only person, the big... Dream Uh-oh. team's big. None of better. that point guards is checking magic. Magic he's, is sick, bro. bro. He's magic, bro. He's six no. nine. No, bro. You gonna put Chris Paul on his hip? Post up. Post up is not gonna win. Like again, again. They the dream team ninety two could not keep up with these boys in 08. You just can't keep up. You just can't keep up. Bigger, stronger, faster, better defenders. Way more athletic at every position. At every position, way more athletic. And can shoot better at every position. I give you the shooting. Athleticism. Only person that's athletic like that is Jordan. No front on Pippen and Clyde. Pippen. I'll give Pippen that. Clyde? Clyde definitely not. What? Too little. So yeah, I'm 6'6". Six, six. Too Larry little. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Athleticism. Patrick just Ewan. too small. He's just small. Magic Johnson. Carl Malone. Chris Mullen. Chris Carl Malone, man. Malone, who would Malone? check Malone? David Robinson. Here's, here's what I'm saying. Posting up Pippen. is not going to win you that game. Malone? It's like this. Bro, John Stockton. Move. What do you mean to pick and roll? That, bro, that pick and roll on that dream team be unstoppable. What? It's just getting beat on the glass. By who? Dwight Howard. Bro. Chris Bosh. Bro. What's that down there? Carl Malone. Look, I fuck with Dwight. Carl Malone will fuck him up. But here's the thing, though. It's not a one-on-one game. I'm, they can't keep up. They're too slow, Dre. Bro, you acting like these dudes is old. They are. Bird, Magic, they're not in the conversation, being all honest. You can say they're the only two old ones. But that's your starting point guard, bro. He's still getting buckets. Then, what's John Stockton going to do? 
Yeah, yeah, Carlos Boozer, kid, uh, Jason Kidd, LeBron James, Darren Williams, Michael Reed. Darren D. Will, and he uh, sat the bench. D. Will was good. This is when he was top five NBA player. He, he was Wade, good. Kobe Bryant. He was Dwight good. Howard, Kobe Bryant. Chris Bosh. Chris Paul. Bosh is Fritz, eight. And Carmelo Anthony. Bosh is getting eight. No. Period. Yes. It doesn't matter, though. Like he He's not going to go out here. He, he's not the reason why... The only, the only, the only, the only people that the that the that the dream team would have a problem with is Dwight. No, yeah, no, they have a problem with this. They have a problem with this. Kobe, LeBron, they don't have a problem with Kobe, bro. You Melo, bro. You putting Mike on Kobe and all that's negated. These four, okay, Mike on Kobe, okay, that's negated. Negated, okay, Mike on Kobe, yeah, okay. Who's who's guarding LeBron? Pip. Okay, who's guarding Dwight? Clyde. Who's guarding Melo? It Barkley? It, it, oh, depend, it, depend. it. Oh, it depends. Oh, it depends. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. It depends. Barkley will get chewed. Yeah, he's going to have a hell of a night. Barkley he's not a perimeter open. defender. He don't, he don't and granted, Melo is making like 10 threes. Melo, yeah, Melo was lit back then. Look, <laughs> man, look. Nobody on the James but, 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 but Olympic Melo, he was a dog. I, I, I agree. He was definitely. And he's the least he, dog of that four. Nah, Olympic Melo will go crazy. The least dog of that four is Wade. No. Wade. Wade, go Wade, back, go back. Wade, I Look, remember that's when Wade no, came back with the party. That's when back, Wade came back with the party. He was doing windmills on the break. D Wade might have been the best player on that team. Maybe, go back. May, do you re- maybe Look, if you talk, Dre, I looked at it today. Maybe, maybe if you just talking specifically. Oh wait, but 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 I'm I'm, I'm talking. I'm, oh wait, I'm talking. I'm talking that team. Oh wait, I'm not talking about any NBA career. I'm talking. About I know that, but I was talking about the other. I was speaking about other FIBA and other Olympic teams. Melo was Melo was that dude. But we're talking about. Oh wait, we're not talking about 2012 when Melo really. I'm about to go look because I think Wade came off the bench, didn't he? It doesn't matter. No, I'm just saying. I think he came off the bench. Might have. Yeah. Might have. But but it doesn't matter though because D Wade in the day. He might have been the best player on that team. He was going. Like, he was juiced, bro. He was juiced up, bro. He just came back off the shoulder surgery injury. He had a bald head. He was feeling himself. He was overseas. He was going crazy. I give him that. But I don't, I don't, but but that. but if I when I watch his stuff, a lot of his stuff is on the break. I'm talking Melo. Was, but that's what I'm saying. Melo was going crazy. But here's in what I'm the saying. Half. But here's what I'm saying. This Beijing team, everything was on the break. A lot was, but not everything. But a lot. That's what I'm. saying. On the break, the dream team can't get up. We gonna we gonna have to simulate this on two K, man. Bro, I, we have to I told you what happens. The dream team wins ninety <laughs> percent of the time. After they got Magic still in ninety five. Magic, Magic Code, ain't nobody checking Mike. Pippen locking up Brian. Pip gonna have. Uh, uh, I mean, I Pip. Patrick Ewing's gonna be locking up Dwight. It's easy, bro. The game is accurate. I'm gonna have to see it myself too, man. Watch. I'm not. I'm not seeing all these highlights, bro. I've seen. I had seen them in a while, bro. I said, Doc, these motherfuckers is not. They was running. The best they basketball was, team ever they, assembled. They was crushing. I I give them credit, but I just I just can't say that they gonna beat the dream team and the dream team with the dream team for a reason. I don't know, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's why they came out. I think it was a 2012. They had the what the, the, the redeem team. Nah, it was two, that 2008 was the redeem team. Oh, okay. They lost okay. I thought I, I thought 12 was the redeem. See what I'm saying? So look, man, I, it was good. I mean, was twelve might have been better than eight? No. Yeah. Don't look at twelve. Twelve got Durant. That's a. I, I feel you on that. But. That's a game breaker. Twelve had Durant, Russ. Oh my, Harden. They, they, they didn't want these boys right here in their prime. 
Who? 08? Yeah. 08, everybody's named Prime. Uh, I'm trying to tell you, bro. Yeah, I think they was. Yeah. Bosh. Yeah, it's like they just had fun. Look. <laughs> Kobe, you on between the legs, man. Bro, I know, bro. I've I, 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 I watched I, it. I, I, you think they're two good defenders. Like, they're a better defensive team. Put like this. It'd be a good game. Oh, it'd be a good game. Yeah, I think, it, but it, I, I think, I think the OA team would, would sweep them. You said the OA team would what? I think they would sweep them. Yes, we're, we're better than you. There's nothing you guys can do. We're, we're better than you all. There's nothing you can the do. Disrespect. We're better. There's nothing you can do. The disrespect. A sweep? We can talk about this all. We can, we can go. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I thought I was disrespectful, bro. Bro, I, and I, I didn't really want to. I, I didn't even want to get that thought in my head. But the more I was watching it, and really after breaking that down analytically, because everybody's in their prime, and that's in '92. I don't, I don't know if everybody on the '92 team was in their prime, but everybody on the '08 team is in their prime, except Jason Kidd and Tayshawn Prince. Only y'all West, bro. See all the fakes coming to you live. Somebody going crazy outside. So crackhead. Yeah. Feel good to be back in the hood. Uh, they, be, they, be, they be spazzing, bro, especially across the street, bro. They, bro, they... St. Martin Village for that, y'all. Uh, I don't know Yeah, man, Lex is dangerous, man. I moved up here. I thought I'd get out of Louisville. I said, projects. I'm safe. Yeah. I come out the Lex, I got to watch my head. Make sure I'm going in the right area. You heard? Oh, nigga, the savages out here. So how's Houston, Dom? I know people want to know how you like it in the, what's the area code down there? Uh, 713? 713281. Our people, black people, doing so well and willing to help people, you know, reach their goals, man. That's the real beauty. What about uh, the women? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man, dog. Sheesh. The women. The women of Houston, Texas. It's nothing like them, man. Organic, <laughs> homegrown, <laughs> voluptuous, bluebell, ice cream thighs, booties, breasts. The land of hearty snacks. Man, yes, man. <laughs> Educated. The land of the land culture, of tenders. Just beautiful, man. Women down there will take you out on a date. I've never seen anything like it, man. It's, it's 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 love, man. It's nothing like it. The dating scene's amazing, dude. It's amazing. So you you, you got a special lady? What's up? Nah, man. I'm very single. Very single. Have no special lady or anything. I, I just got a relationship. So you know, just laying low, enjoying the summer. That's it. What about you, Silas? 
I'm got, single. I'm single, big dog. I'm man, single, both y'all niggas is out here living the single life. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm single, man. A single. Ain't, no, look, ain't nothing wrong getting ain't married, wrong. man. Are oh, you right? You, us. So Dre, let's let's, let's so so, Mister <laughs> Mister Lamar Dre Butler. What's up with the dating scene with you? Well, you know, I just had my daughter. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? She's Father's two, Day. You know what I'm saying? She's two months. Hey, y'all. Shoot the No more of that. Free school. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Been together for, let me see, it's 2018. About, you know what I'm saying? Three 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 years, four summers. Oh, Trace. You know what I'm saying? You, know, you got to Four summers? Yeah, it's like it was a summer relationship? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? How'd that happen? How'd that happen? I mean, you know what I'm saying? My, see, look, what happened was, bro, I, I, I got to take you back to the beginning. <laughs> 2014. You know what I'm saying? And we, me and her, we had, we had talked before back in like 2000. 2011, 2012-ish type time. I don't know why. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Things didn't work out, so it was cool. But, um, fast forward, you know what I'm saying? 2014, I'm with this other chick, and, you know what I'm saying? She leaves me. I'm like, all right, bet. So I start wilding out. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm in my bag for about, <laughs> about five months. You know what I'm saying? I'm going crazy. I'm, this is the best time of my life. Okay, Taz. And... <laughs> <laughs> And um, I think I was doing my word of the days at the time. You know what I'm saying? And I think we, uh, I think we did the one where you was like, uh, "Ooh, gumption." <laughs> we was in the middle of J.C. Penny, and um, she, uh, I was doing it on Snapchat, and she uh, wrote me on Snap. My girl now she wrote me on Snap. She was like, "Shut up." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I was like, oh, <laughs> got it. I said, oh, it's game time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then, you know what I'm saying, we're from there. And, and that was like around springtime. And that was like 2015. So summer of 15, 16, 17. Now we in the fourth summer. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's, that's how I was able to remember. I was like, it ain't, I, I usually don't say the years. I just say four summers. You know what I'm saying? Because you make it through the summer. You made it through. That's the gauntlet. That's the season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, right. you, you, right. you make it through the summer. The year is nothing. Right. <laughs> see, see, look, look, the way it is, you get through the summer, and the summer, that's the, that's, that's the regular season. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then by the time you get to about fall towards the end, you know what I'm saying? That's the playoffs. Shit start winding down. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You good. You know, you might see something there once in a while. Ah, you know, whatever. And then... You good, and then summertime back, you know, see, you know, what I'm saying training camp is, you know, yeah, spring. spring. That's spring, the spring, yeah. you know, the training camp, yeah, yeah. you know, OTAs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Do I want to, want to hold out or what? I got another summer in my yeah, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got really make it through. But, uh, yeah, man, we've been together for a minute, man. You know what I'm saying? Four summers, man. You know what I'm saying? Rocking out, trying to make it six, seven, eight, you know what I'm saying? How many other summers we can get? You know? Yeah. Be comfortable, bro. I mean, the way, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. the way your face lighting up talking about it, man. The, 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 the relationship life is cool. You know what I'm saying? You, I know y'all y'all having the time of y'all lives right now. Nah, I'm just chilling. Bro. Nah, man. Ain't this ain't time to be mine. <laughs> Try to <laughs> you like you. I'm trying to get like you, bro. You got him, huh? Look, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> he over got him. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. He's doing play But uh, I was about to say, that y'all niggas know damn well. Y'all could both be in a relationship right now, bro. 
Anybody could. It's possible. Like you could be married today if you wanted to. Exactly. <laughs> so hey, hey, question, question, hey. question for you, Dre. If you were to ask her to marry you today, would she say yes? Unless she's mad at me, so probably not. What'd you do? But not nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> regular, regular nah, shit. See, see, sounds like oh, very... she gotta say she gotta say yes, no matter how mad she is at you. Oh yeah, that's well, she, how it's supposed and, to be. Now, honestly, if I do do it, if I do if I do it anytime soon, she's probably gonna think I'm playing. Like <laughs> fucking lying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she don't think you play. Like don't, I, don't you you better not be fucking playing with me. And I'll be like, oh, it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, I wouldn't even do that though. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. Though. That's, 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 that's why she's mad at me now. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I do shit, I do shit like that. <laughs> but look, I mean, but <laughs> bro, look, bro, you gotta, up, you gotta, you, you, you gotta be like that, bro. Because no, you bro, don't. <laughs> bro, no, you because don't. look, listen, bro. Hey, ladies, don't put up with that shit, man. Because it's too, it's too hard out here, man. This life is too stressful, bro. So I'm like, if I can't have no comedic relief, twenty four seven throughout my day. How am I gonna make it? Like, I gotta find a way to make stuff funny. Like I, I do take a lot of shit serious. You know what I'm saying? But I, I kind of find it funny, you know, doing stuff like that. You know, it's like a practical, it's like a practical prank to me. It's a regular Tuesday. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it and not even think about it right after I did it. You know, it was a joke. Calm down. You know, why, are you, why are you so mad? You know, I didn't even do nothing. <laughs> you can't take a joke. <laughs> you know, so that, that's that's for me, bro. That's that's uh. You know, that, that's kind of why she's mad at me. So if I was to ask her today. No, give me about give me about three days. Hey, like if I do it like a Friday or Saturday, she might be fucking with me. He rose three days, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She might she might be fucking with me a couple of days. You know, right now, nah, <laughs> nah, she cuts me out right now. But yeah, a couple of days, yeah, we we gonna be all right. So I could ask a couple of days, but um, yeah, bro, I could be married, but you know, I, it, ain't, it ain't time for that. You know, everything has a time and a place. You know what I'm saying? Just like it ain't time for niggas to be in relationships. And ain't time to be married right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like I had somebody tell me it was like, well, shit, you love her. Why not marry her? I'm like, if it was only that easy. You know, it's, it's not that simple. At least not to me. I, I, I look at things just because you feel some type of way towards someone or towards something doesn't mean that you should always, like, act on it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes you got to go, hold on, wait. Let me... Let me get this stuff situated first. Let me get it how how I want to get it, and then I'll do it. You know, so I don't want to just do it just just to do it if I really don't feel like doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm not saying I don't want to. I just don't feel like doing that right now. Like, give me, give me a couple years. <laughs> hey, let me hit 30 or something. Damn. <laughs> let me get out of my 20s. You know, if I said I got married when I was 25. <laughs> Nah, I can't do it. You know? I figure. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean I don't want to. That just mean I just don't feel like. You know? And and, and, and you, get, you might get like that with a whole bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want to, you might want to do something, but you're just like, I don't feel like doing that shit. Yeah, you're right, bro. I don't feel like going through that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like me, bro. I can never go back to school. Like, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I think every day, like, how's this shit go back to school? That shit was terrible. Like, I, I can never re enroll. 
Never. Orientation, my God. Like, <laughs> like I'm just thinking, it's, like, like, like when people change schools, I'm like, bro, how could you go? Why? Why would you do that? Like, just stay where you at. Like, I can't. For me, bro, it's just. Yeah, I, I don't see how you go back to school, bro. Well, the thing is, was like you said, like your wise. You got to go back to your wise. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Everything takes a process. You remember the other day we was talking about that, right? There's a process, a processes to for a lot of things, and and upon your methodology can is dependent on how how successful you are, right? So yeah. if you approaching things in a manner uh, to which you try to get a goal in the right way, it's going to happen. So I have to take these courses so I can get into medical school and you got to take all these courses, study and everything else. But you got to think the, the why of it, the complexity of the human body, you get a chance to work on the most complex system in the universe. You know what I'm saying? You get a chance to save people's lives. You know, you get, so it requires, you know, too much is given, much is required, right? And so you got to think about that burden you have and so you apply yourself and also too you think about things that's within your you know close circle your family your friends you know that's my drive factor you know i tell myself all the times i don't want my kids to ever struggle like i had a struggle or like how my siblings had to struggle you know so that keeps me motivated and humble you know i'm saying my spirituality too you know definitely lifted in prayer and just trying to stay focused and you know allowing god to guide the way but i'm still learning too man each and every day Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dr. Dominique Dishman right there for y'all. That was a nice, uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, soliloquy. soliloquy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's everything. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like right here, man. You sound real professional right there. What do you that at? But, um, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, that's dope, bro. That's dope, man. It's real dope, you know what I'm saying, to have people in your circle, you know what I'm saying, that doing things like that. I feel like. I feel like if you in a group of people and it's seven of y'all and y'all all do the same thing, I feel like that circle not gonna get you know what I'm saying where where it could possibly be at. But if you if, if it's a group of seven eight people and each person is kind of doing the same thing, but they uplifting each other at the same time as they going, it's gonna come back around exactly. for a circle. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like having having people in your circle, having people in, in your clique that do different things like. It's almost like a skill set. It's almost like a talent. Like, like I can, you know, go to them for this. I can go for them for that because that's that's what they do. You know, what I'm saying if I host an event and I need somebody to speak, I can go to myself. You know, what I'm saying or if I or if I need to do an event and I need to coordinate it and I need people to help me coordinate, I can go to you. You know, what I'm saying for stuff like that. You know, so y'all don't come to me for audio or video mm-hmm. stuff. Like, so I feel like I feel like as 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 like like you said, like you you need things like that. You know, <laughs> especially like because when you have it like that. It pushes you forward. Um, it makes what you're doing even more enjoyable, and um, you know everybody grows. Right. So and one thing too, I, I've been trying to challenge myself on, especially trying to back in Lexington and back home. But um, it's a little different when you're trying to grow professionally, um, regardless of where you are. It's, it's it's a struggle when you get starting out. But I will say, just kind of keep it on the same topic. Um, it's just like a similar team, man. Like everybody got to have a team around them to where you can get the job done regardless of what it is. So, you know, you, you can't come out here and get a team of everybody doing the same thing, playing the same position. You know, you, you can't have 11 quarterbacks on the football field. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, got somebody with the groundwork, you know, and, that. Yeah. and then even taking it further along, um, you know, just like you have guys in the trenches with you who you would trust with, who, uh, who build with you, um, you know, and sharpen one another, you know, you also too got to really take – 
um, care of, who you go to for guidance, um, and, and your coach, and your, your your mentor, your role model figures, and really trying to um, branch out and reach out to others who may even be in, um, you know, essentially the next level, where you want to be, reaching out to them and kind of using them um, as a circle of influence, um, you know, board of directors, get somebody, some people you can always go to for advice, wisdom, who have been down that road. So, um, you know, just building that professional team, spiritual team, all of you know, trying to have that all encompassed in one, one core group of people is definitely um, essential to growth. In my opinion, regardless of where you at, regardless of what you're doing, so. Well, that's dope, man. <clears throat> I appreciate both of y'all for coming over here, man, and sharing y'all stories, some old college stories, uh, letting people know what both of you all do, you young brothers. Uh, before we get out of here, um, before we do the words of wisdom, I just want to say something. Um, that that the, the stuff that happened yesterday with uh, old dude. XX Tanashion. Uh like how do y'all feel? Like not saying not about him, not saying y'all fans are like about him specifically dying, but how do y'all feel about the climate? Like I, I was on Twitter and Instagram and it was like it was so many different representations of people being represented who felt some type of way. You had the people who Felt like it was he, he she should have died. They had no problem with how he died. They were happy he was dead. Um, you had people who felt like it was okay to 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 use him dying as a, a prop. You know what I'm saying and things like that, and use it for their you know their captions or whatever, and just use it to kind of makes get some kind of gain from it. Um, for me, the way I felt, man, I, I don't have a way. I don't feel any type of way towards bruh. Um, the stuff that they said he did or he didn't do, I know I saw something that said that he was in charge of anything. But you got to think at the same time, he's 20-year-old now. When this stuff happened, bro, he was probably a teenager. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I think, not saying that we're that far removed and that he was possibly going to get better, but I think we have to put in, like, understanding, like, this dude was a kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he... Not saying that when he was twenty five, he wouldn't have made the same mistakes, but he was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 if, if he tweeted something in two thousand and fourteen, he was a teenager. His mindset it it changes. You know, so you watch people change from the time that they're sixteen to eighteen, from eighteen to twenty one, from twenty one to twenty five. None of us are the same person when we was twenty one. Not even close. I ain't the same person I was when I was twenty or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We all we all change. Now it's not given that he was going to change. But I feel like it was crazy to see people say that 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 they were happy he was dead, and, you know, and that and that and that they were okay with him dying. And my only issue was that the people who were there, like, like they just they just recorded it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like they like nobody thought to call nobody, right? Like they just recorded this dude dying in the car Man, until I'm... somebody finally thought about, hey, let's call the police. Call nine one one. 
Man, I was very distraught, man. Dis disturbed about it, cause I was working out with Marcellus yesterday, and we was about to hit the gym. He had told me that, and that was like a bombshell. Me, you know, I've never been a fan of his music. I had never really listened to it, but just hearing about it and how it happened, about the whole situation, and you talk about just the, the caption and social media and what's going on now. There's no respectability of death. One big aspect of it is the media. You know, you we get become desensitized of it, desensitized when you see lifeless black males' bodies in the streets, and you know, and there's no penalties for that, right? Lifeless bodies, you know, uh, mothers crying, everything. So it's like every other week it may seem like, right, subliminally. So you're just desensitized, so you just turn it off. You know, you're not empathetic, sympathetic at all anymore, right? You don't really care. So it's sad that we'll go get over this next week. You know what I'm saying? It won't even be right up anymore. Exactly. We'll be more to the next. Exactly. So it is problematic, you know. So it's 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 sad what's going on, and it's and then especially what's going on with hip hop right now too. So I'm I think I feel like everybody's on their toes a little bit now too as well. I don't know. Like I just it just doesn't feel right in the whole vibe of everything right now. It's just everything. I I will say I was on Twitter a little earlier today. Um, at work, wasn't supposed to be on there, but I saw something. That really, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but 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 I saw something that really kind of uh, put things into a lot of perspective. Um, and Jadena, um, rapper, singer, uh, oh, yeah. Dominique's big brother. <laughs> but now he, he, he said something. He said something very very insightful that really, you know, brought an interesting perspective um, and some clarity on the whole situation. He said, for those who are so woke that their compassion is asleep, remember this. If Malcolm X was killed at the age of 20, he would have died an abuser, a thief, an addict, and a narrow-minded, depressed, and violent criminal. So it's kind of one of those things when, um, you know, regardless of what somebody has done in the past, especially when they're under 21, you know, a a fragile age, um, where mistakes are going to be made and... You know, people can change, man, and it's it's not saying that they're a bad person, whatever. But their story is just now being written um, on their own, just really trying to find their way. And you know, we're gonna bump our head as most people, but to lose compassion and to lose sight of that, um, and and speak ill towards someone being tragically murdered um, at such a young age um, is is never what's up for the most part, really, regardless of of, of what's happened and. Um, you know, he, he he also says something else too, just kind of clearing up. People were actually kind of coming at him saying that he was trying to, um, you know, compare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Triple X to Malcolm X, but yeah, it wasn't even that. But he yeah. said he cleared it up. He said, for the record, I was never in support of his ways, especially his domestic abuse, which I found to be horrific. But I would never demonize an individual without criticizing society and or circumstance in which they were raised, especially someone under twenty one and. Um, you know, especially me working with kids quite frequently, um, it, it, it's a new world, it's a new day, it's a new age, and the sense of reality has really been stripped, um, because a lot of times, communication and just everyday interactions, um, everyone kind of lives in almost a, a false reality a lot of times, you know, where, where things are kind of gauged by um, a persona that everyone puts up on social media, whatever it is, and people say things and do things, and postings that you know quite frankly most of the time really probably isn't even how they really feel on the inside but you know that stuff isn't fake though either because again we see all the time 
um, that, you know, some people, regardless of what that is, if, if, if they perceive you to be that, um, you know, it, it can, quite frankly, get you killed. And this really just goes to speak on just the kind of climate and environment that um, kids live in today as far as um, technology and just the, the disconnect from the real, you know, so so this this Instagram stuff, whatever it is, Twitter stuff, Facebook, like you can really get you popped. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. So you know, I just kind of thinking about that, thinking about uh, what's what's the dude with the crazy hair, man? Uh, Takashi. Takashi six yeah. six nine, right? But like, yeah. but again, you know, it's it's all entertaining. Um, I I don't know how he really feels. Um, well, he commented. He, he said uh, he said something about uh about uh he was like, man, I know I troll or some shit, but but you know. But 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 exactly yeah like but exactly like that that innocent stuff whatever it is and like you know you, people have this whole persona on this kid you yeah. know because they heard about what he did in his past at a young age you know yeah yeah like yeah that happened but you know that that should never kind of desensitize us to um, you know almost gladfully um, cheering at this. Young kid is dead. Yeah. Because, <laughs> again, you know, he got his whole life in front of him. And that's yeah. on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, that's so. a fact. Okay, Sellers, I see you trying to outdo Dom with that nah, one. Nah, man. You know I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw it today at work, and I was really, I was really like. Yeah, like it made you think and shit. That's really like, crazy. Yeah, bro. Like, look at anybody. Because like, everybody's story is just like, not getting written at 20. Like, it's crazy because, like, when I first saw the video, my first thought was. Man. I was like. Where the you know what I'm saying where the ambulance at? Exactly. I was like they just they I'm just like, recorded. Like, they, I was like when they, they just record this dude dead. Like, I, I watched like, like three or four times. I was like, is there, I hear sirens. I ain't hear nothing. I'm like yo, they really just standing there recording this dude dead that and finally somebody. Like, then I saw it. I saw a different angle. You know somebody, what I mean? I saw like a different angle and it's like hold up. Yeah, like y'all there, but, and, I, but and, again. And I think I think somebody went over and checked his post, and I think that's when they finally called. But it was like bro, like y'all stood there recording and watching this bro. That's that reality now though, man. Like yeah, bro, they know. Rather capture the we're so again, the but again, that, that's what um, society kind of gratified. That's the new currency. So if I can get viral, I got opportunity, you know, to instant this is my news. moment, instant news. You know, don't, don't let me miss it. So mm-hmm. if that means that you know, the first thing I think of is pulling my phone out when something tragic happens, just so I can record it and document it to hope that it goes viral when I post it, um, rather than you know, doing the humane and civil thing and. You know, being there and helping, and you know, taking that same phone and calling nine one one. Nobody's gonna really see that. So, um, you know, it all it, it all kind of goes hand in hand. And you know, I don't, I don't know if this social media thing is and the new alternate reality types of it, good or bad. But we'll it's see. both. I think yeah, it's, it's done both. more bad it's, than it's, it's done good sword. though. Yeah, I think it's done more bad than it's done good, bro. Because like you said, it, it definitely uh, desensitizes people. But uh. Before we get out of here, man, we always do the words of wisdom. Um, I'll let each of you do one. What you got, Dom? Man, I say always speak life, man. Speak life means, you know, um, from the power of life and death lies in the power of the tongue. So we must always speak life, be encouraged, so we may be lively. Um, and speak, you know, life into your friends. Encourage them, love them, you know. Meet those goals. Continue to speak life. You know, declare things, and continue to set your mind on things above. So I got. I like it. I like it. 
um, I guess my word of the day. Uh, what's, what's, what's the big theme I got? Now, words of wisdom, bro. Words of my bad, my words. bad. Words of wisdom. Really, you, that's your thing. Yeah. Words of the day. I, I come on your show. You're trying to take us up. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. But it's catching up. But nah, um, it's words of wisdom. Just be present. Just be present. Simple as that. Be present. Um, a lot of times, we get so caught up thinking down the road or get caught up over some stuff that had happened or some stuff that might happen or some stuff that could happen that, you know, we let that consume us and we forget about right now. So regardless of what it is, whatever you're doing, don't 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 forget to enjoy today. Um, but with that, you know, understanding that, you know, tomorrow's right there and tonight. So just being present, whatever it is, you know, whether it's telling you, your kids, you love them, um, whether it's, you know, making a difference in somebody's life, you know, because we never know um, what can happen, what has happened. So a lot of times, every moment, every interaction, take ownership of it and be present yes. in that moment because yes. you never know what your impact can have um, and at a single instance. So just really stay cognizant. Um, and when you, when you really start to understand that, your perspective on life and little things really, really changes because, you know, all these big things is literally just accumulation of small things. So be present. Um, yeah. Do your thing, man. That's it. Do your thing, man. Cool, cool. All right, man. I appreciate both of y'all for coming out. Appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying? Been trying to, been trying to leak up a sellers for a minute on the pod. You know what I'm saying? Got my nigga Dom on the pod. You know what I'm saying? Wish my nigga Jordan could be up here on the pod Bro, next time, though. We should have been to Atlanta that weekend. We should have been Man. in the I car. Man, I, I, I thought about it. Uh, I, 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 travel pod coming soon. I honestly thought about it, bro. I was like, nah. With the camera. Same shit, different Stay tuned. I ain't coming to Houston. Niggas going to be in trouble. He's winking at me right now. You can't come, big dog. Go sit this one out, bro.